Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the official Chala Toys podcast on Grapple Arcade. I am Pablo, and with me is the cheesy and sleazy to my queasy. I have with me not just Mark Fox, I have with me the wonderfully handsome Joey Knight. Hello, how are you both doing? Cool. I'm doing wonderful. It's a dream to be on the Chella podcast. Long time listener, first time caller. Great to be here. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great to get you on, Joey. It's really good to get you on, man. Yeah, this is uh, a very big week in uh, the world of Chella. I mean, what, what week is not a big week in the world of Chella these days? There's <laughs> always huge announcements. And uh, this uh, show, just a couple of days ago, the uh, huge announcement of the Macho Man Randy Savage in the Bone Christian Wrestlers line in his first uh, WCW title win attire, which is very exciting. Um, and the, the likeness of it is superb removable hat and glasses and yeah it's it's great what do you guys think about that and i mean were your minds blown when you uh found out that such a huge legend was going to be part of the line you say the very least uh oh yeah oh yeah yeah um absolutely unbelievable really isn't it the fact that we've got savage <laughs> we've got savage it's such a not just that i mean if you if you are aware of not just Savage's like sort of his his lineage through WWF but through WCW as well and the sort of timeline of this, which I think is key to all of the figures that we talk about when we're, when we're discussing Cheller action figures, is that not only is it a, is a, a fun looking figure, it fits perfectly with the timeline in terms of the coloration of his attire, but it just fits in so well with the the line that it's paying homage to as well. You know, it just it just works a treat. The stylization of the figure and how it looks is just wonderful. Big fan of it. Over the moon. Um, can't wait to get one. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, when again, when you talk about the timeline, he would have just missed out on having an original style of this figure. So he would have been so high on the list for everyone. And I wouldn't be surprised if there might have been one initially talked about at the time so this is you know i've, I've talked about this with jack and uh, at uh, figure collections and with charles as well they really are making some dreams come true with this so uh, joey what did you uh, think about the figure when you saw the uh, amazing artwork for it mind-blowing collection completing like i didn't even know you could get randy savage that was like not even in my mind because i was trying to think because cello was teasing like what the, the sixth man is going to be and i'm like I, I could never in my wildest dreams think it would actually be randy savage and like you said i didn't even realize that is what the attire is it's his first title win that is in very cool story, i was trying yeah. to figure it out when i was looking at it it's like oh what is that from that is it makes it even more cool but i mean never in my wildest dreams i think that there would be yeah a, a macho man bone crusher but now here we are in the future i love it like you said removable uh, hat and glasses and it just looks spot on because i've seen like the artwork compared to the the prototype for adam bomb and blue meanie and looking at the savage i'm like oh it's gonna look so so good because they've like absolutely nailed it for the bone crushers from concept to reality and um if people were on the fence about getting into the bone crushers just because there's so much to collect i think this finally pushed them over the edge it's like it's you gotta start collecting now if you can get a macho man 100 i'm in i'm fully in yeah, and one thing that has been talked about with the bone crushing wrestlers, and th this is this is out there that they will come with trading cards as well. So I would imagine oh, no. there being a Randy Savage trading card in there. And as a Randy Savage fan, like I mean, sold already, but like I'll happily take a little freebie trading card in there as well. And we've exactly. seen the packaging. 
yeah, we've seen the packaging of what the bone crushing wrestlers are going to look like. Um, we've seen the artwork to, you know, the actual finished product. And that's what I love about Chella's artwork is that they represent what the figure is going to look like. Like, you know, there's going to be no nasty surprises. There's going to be no change. I mean, there have been some changes based on suggestions like the color of the text on the blue mini shirt. Chella do listen to the fans. Um, and they also not just work- the fans can I say as well, Paul. Not just yeah. the fans; they also listen to the wrestlers as well. Let's yeah. think back to Haku, where we were going to be having a very different pose and style of the Haku um, action figure from Chella, but Haku wanted it to look a completely different way. And at the time, like we said, who were we to argue with Haku about how his action figure is going to look? <laughs> Give the man what he wants. <laughs> Do not say no, to Haku. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, I love that they went for like the just the Tongan death grip hands as well because that clothesline. I mean, the clothesline would have took any of a cello toy's head off anyway, but uh, <laughs> you know, you need that Tongan death grip definitely. Um, so as if your mind isn't blown enough, two huge <laughs> announcements are coming this week. Joy does not know about these. Two? Announcements. No, <laughs> is my mind gonna be ready for this? I do not know. One, two, well, I- buckle my shoe. Two. Uh, that I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Should we start, should we start with the one? Well, this is on Monday, Paul. This this podcast's live on Monday. So should we start with the one that's being announced on Monday, just to keep it? Uh, yes, the British order. Bulldog, Davy Boy Smith. Now we all know about the uh, the poll that is going to happen as well, but uh, the one that is going to get shown because you know it's not just based on images here. We are looking at finished products as well. Yeah. Uh, the attire that he wore in WCW in 1993 uh, with the braids, with the blue, red, white, and blue, and gold trim uh, attire on the wrists and on the tights. Uh, One of my favorite attires, something that means a lot to me, because that's the gear that he wore on his 1994 UK tour when I got to see him at uh, Gated Leisure Center. I was one of the Uh few people there. And uh, I'll tell Joey, because I've told everyone else in the world that my mother met Diana in the toilet. Um, (laughs) and I do have a picture of myself with Bulldog somewhere Um, not of Diana in the toilet just to clarify we have a picture of Diana on the toilet yeah yeah. so yeah yeah oh god I mean that show was wild I mean there were no other names there I mean there were probably like sort of you know, people who worked for Brian Dixon and all that kind of thing yeah. at the time. But um, <laughs> I remember during the halftime when everyone was getting the pictures with Bulldog, it was like an ECW ring invasion. All the kids got in the ring and started doing elbows off the ropes and everything like that. So <laughs> that was really exciting. But um, yeah, it's it's a fun one. for me. I can't wait to have this on my wall next to, because I have a poster from that tour and he's wearing that gear and he's got his arms folded like this. But uh, the, um, yeah, it's... It, it captures him so well. I mean, Mark, you please go into it as well, but like proportionally the action that he has, the pose, it's, it's absolutely spot on. It really is. It really is. It's, um, it's difficult to um, explain the pose without, without explaining uh, historical action figures that have been out. But I suppose if you can imagine the larger, more muscular wrestlers um, from the old retro lines, um, such as your Hulks and your Bretts, that kind of stands with the wide arm frame and the wide leg frame, with the with the clenched fists and the um the the, the muscular arms, bicep curl and kind of thing. It's a it's a cracking action figure. It's it's proportion wise spot on for Davy. It makes so much sense. 
um, to have this style of figure. And can I just say as well, I think the head scan is one of the best legend head scans I've seen yet. I think the prototype that we've both seen Pablo is spectacular and obviously this is coming out on the day I'm sure you'll you'll be all looking at that said figure now in terms of exactly what we're describing what we're discussing you'll be able to see it in front of you whilst we're discussing this but fa fantastic figure and um, we do have authorization to say that all three figures will actually be made as well yeah. so if you remember mm -hmm. the uh, the British Bulldog uh, there's the three options at the time uh, or three sort of um, sneak peeks, I think, is the best way to describe it, of uh, Tippy's handiwork with his pencils and his colour and felt tips. And I <laughs> think everybody at the, the time... Or anything. Yeah. He didn't know he stayed in the lines, <laughs> didn't he? So like paint by number. But um, if, if you remember, there was the three very, very distinctive different-looking Davies, and the one that you're looking at now is the one that we are talking about. But all three will be made. Yeah, that's... Um... <laughs> 93 UK version uh, that he won major companies and on his 94 UK tour, uh, 95 Allied Powers mm -hmm. version, which I'm, I'm personally very, very excited about. And, yes. um, and 97 uh, with the cut off jacket and the short hair and uh, yeah, just three amazing looks and very ambitious attires as well. I've got to say, I mean, my favourite thing about Chella, I mean, don't get me wrong, the fact that they're making Luna Vachon, the fact that they're filling in huge gaps like Haku. Nakano. Like, you know. But yeah. for me, it's the the tribute and homage that they're paying to the history of British wrestling with, you know, your Adrian Streets, with your Big Daddy, Giant Haystacks, Davey, Dynamite. They all look incredible. Um, yep. And like I say, some of these attires are ambitious as well. Like they're not just like phoning it in with a simple attire or anything like that. Um, I mean, look at the dynamite, the first dynamite uh, wrestling megastars with the with the sequin cape and everything. Like I'm just constantly blown away uh, with yep. what Chella do. Absolutely. So, Joey. Yes. The big announcement. Um, which more than that? Can you imagine? I'm hot... excited about the three bulldogs. Hot <laughs> off shoes. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is hot off the press. I mean, this we won't see pictures of this until tomorrow as this show airs. This is a true exclusive, and this is why you have to tune in to the Cello Toys podcast because we are given the exclusive news. We do we dig for that dirt and we get it as well. We dig. Oh, we dig. <laughs> <laughs> Plead, payoffs, Jack Tony style, you know the story. Tears, actual tears, grown man tears. We need like a soundboard with like a drum roll on for this, but um... do, 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 do. Do. Feel it. There you go. So coming to the wrestling megastars line with Chella Toys is the ape wonder of the world. Andre the Giant. Andre. Giant. Yeah. How? This yeah. is... <laughs> I can imagine blown. People who yeah. are listening to this are like, how on earth has this happened? And um, only Chella can, uh, you know, blow people's <laughs> minds in this way. So this Andre, <laughs> is, um, it's going to be based on his... Well, the most famous time that he wore this attire was at WrestleMania 2 in the Battle Royal. 
1986, his yellow boots, yellow trunks, and he wore yep. that attire when he regularly teamed up with Hulk Hogan on various house shows as well. Uh, he's got a lovely smiling head because he was under the friendly giant at the time. Um, he's happy, wasn't he? He's like a jolly giant. He, he's winning battle royals. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you, you wouldn't, ho, you wouldn't, ho, you? ho, Andre the Giant. He was that kind of happy, wasn't he? He's was, he was a happy he, lad. He was thrilled. And and the thing is, what I love about <laughs> this on the what i love about this andre though because there have been other recent versions of andre in the yellow gear uh but for me in terms of facial likeness and bear in mind it's this style of figure this retro style figure um where likenesses don't always necessarily capture you know because it's technology was as it was back then this mm-hmm. is instantly recognizable as andre and one of my favorite things about this and i told charles and i know i come across like a weirdo when i say this i love that he's got a lovely little muffin top belly as well <laughs> they haven't yeah. tried to make him like just like in like two in shape you know what i mean they've like really captured it in andre yeah. at that time he had a lovely tan as well he was really you know he cut his hair he was he was ready for a night out on the town and you know with this andre the giant you can totally um, I don't know. <laughs> you no, could put just... him in a little car. You could uh, <laughs> <laughs> you could take him to the town and uh, give him a few drinks, and, uh, he, and and you'll be off to the arena to win another battle royal because that's just what he does, isn't it? So yes, under the giant, Mark Fox. What do you think of that? Stick that in your face. <laughs> Stick that in your pipe and drink it. Um, I mean, where to start? <laughs> There's a there's so many questions that I'm not going to ask naturally for obvious reasons, but it's just, it's mind blowing um, to think that Cella will be releasing Andre. It's a wonderful figure. I personally really like the pose. I like the, the arms that have been used. I know I can't really describe too much because I don't want to spoil too much um, for what, what is um, shown on Tuesday tomorrow if you're listening to this on release day and, but, but it is really, really good. When people see it, they'll understand what we're talking about when they've captured the likeness in his face, um, not just his actual face, but as face, Andre Hogan's tag partner, et cetera, et cetera. Good guy, Andre. They've just, they've done it really well without going over the top and making him look like silly friendly. If you catch my drift, they've, they've got his likeness really, really well. Um, Obviously, I know we can't really um, get your opinion on the visuals of that, Joey, but from the the news um, of hearing Andres coming to Cella. Oh, I'm creating a picture in my mind. You guys are describing it perfectly. <laughs> thrilled, giant, not too thrilled, not exa- you know, not exaggerated thrilled. Yeah. He's really thrilled. He's tan, a little flabby, but he's, he's feeling himself. He's feeling great. He's got his, yeah. his yellow tights, his yellow boots. Mm-hmm. And he's just yeah, pleased. Right. He's generally pleased with himself. This is like, this is mind blowing. No, no, seriously, this is insane. Like, it seems to be always the case with Chella. Every time they announce something, I'm like, no, they can't. Like, I don't know. Just every time they announce something now, it blows my mind that much more. So we just, we just had Savage, and now we're gonna get the reveal of three Bulldogs, which still, I'm still reeling from because, like I said, I could never choose when they said please vote for one i was like no i need all three and now <laughs> i'm getting an andre and it's not like it's not just like you said the 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 one that we've already seen when we were kids that retro it's 
a new take on it. And it's just, it's amazing. It sounds insane. I know the way Tella does things, it's going to look absolutely amazing. So I can't wait until tomorrow to see this. Yeah, man. Yeah. I think, I think the beauty is with this as well. You kind of nailed it there, Joey, when you said that what we've come to expect from Cella back in the early days with Cella, um, where Charles came on, on the show before this was the Cella podcast. He came on, he came on to chat with myself and Paul prior to Aldis being made, which was the first Cella figure. And so he came on for a bit of a chat. So it was all very much, let's see what happens in the future. Um, how's things going? The, in fact, the prototype hadn't been released yet, I believe. It was just the speculation and an agreement that Aldous had been online and said, yes, I'm doing an action figure with cello toys. It's going to look great. It's going to be in this style. And to know that from then to now, when cello says they're going to do something and they show the proto images and the sketches and everything that goes with it to the final product that you get in your hand, which we've all obviously seen you more than anybody else, Joey, in mm-hmm. terms of the actual product in your hand. It's, it's, I, th- I don't want to, I don't want to even just sell it short. It's spectacular what can be achieved and what they've achieved so far. And we know that the, uh, the the proofs in the pudding with Chella and they always provide the proof and they always come through and smash it every single time. 100%. I've actually, like you said, I've lived what you've described. I've actually lived. And I listened to that podcast with Charles because when I first got a hold of Chella to make my own Joey Knight action figure and they, they agreed, it seemed too good to be true. It's like, oh, something's going to fall apart. Something's going to fall apart. So I had to like research Chella and I came across the podcast. I'm like, okay, this is actually a real thing. It's just a nice human being that's going to actually let me live out my dream and have an action figure. But like you said, the way they do things and each step of the way, you know that the, the final product is going to be just absolute quality and they won't they won't settle for less. Absolutely. Well, and it's getting ridiculous. I forget that they've got demolition powers of pain. <laughs> you know, Greg Valentine in his Riven Blues gear. I'm just like, this is insane. Like they are, I've always said, another one of my favorite things about Chella is that they're not just sticking with a certain time period. Like they're, but they're also not just p- picking people at random. There, there seems to be a lot of love and um, and a reason why certain names are getting made and certain attires are getting made as well. Um, they're not just looking at, you know, your retro fans and stuff. Look at Onita and Hayabusa. Like yeah, that's, I, I that's mind blowing that there were that those have been made in a line with Big Daddy and Chinese. You know, so just <laughs> yeah. the dream matches are incredible. Um, I wish I was a kid again. You know, instead of keeping them mock and not letting anyone touch them because I'm really, you know. Um, <laughs> What's yeah. interesting as well, though, with um, with the figures is that I've been lucky enough to receive a couple of loose figures as well as the mock ones so i've got a, i've got a couple on display and naturally they do feel a little bit different from what we were used to at a certain point in time but the scalability and how they look and just everything about the likeness, I suppose, is what I'm trying to explain here. The likeness of not just them capturing the face like we talked about before with Andre, they've managed to capture a really good look of Andre, but they've managed to keep it in keeping with the line that we all know and love from back in the past and display on our shelves. It doesn't stand out as hugely different or over-the-top tech or 
they haven't cut corners. They've they've made it in keeping as much as possible. And again, with the the bone crunching wrestling line as well, they haven't gone for super high realistic scans because that would look ridiculous when you're displaying them compared to your other. Uh, bone crunchers that you might have in your collection. It, it all makes sense together. They look brilliant. They look like the person they're meant to be, but they also fit in brilliantly with the lines that we all know and love and that we've collected for, for decades, um, yeah, and, which is and, a, a wonderful thing. And I've got to say, if like if there were any ever ever any doubts about Chella's ability to create photo-like likenesses, you just have to look at the Unrivaled line with, uh, with Sabu. Oh, man. Yeah. Like unbelievable, um, you know, Chella. Uh, it, it, what they're doing, like three different lines, and doing them to this level is just ridiculous. Um, it's mad. It's mad. It <laughs> like, really is. I, I, I can't quite like the, the the velocity and the quality is nuts. Mm-hmm. Personally, in my opinion, um, and I was asked a question by a couple of people earlier on today, actually, um, and it, it, it's just not just today, but over time. Every time there's an announcement made people ask that's probably all we'll have for a while or if you get a big name like that you might you might you know go back to the independence to, to, to sort of and like that's that's not necessarily how it works with Chella. it's a case of they work with everybody equally they work with independent wrestlers they work with legends from years gone by past present people who are no longer with us they work with a whole variety of people and they all rejoice in the same kind of lines which is fantastic to see is something for everybody but also to nail down the fact that believe you me and without giving anything away you you still haven't seen nothing yet <laughs> we yeah. know we we kind of we, yeah but we'll leave it at that but yeah keep being excited because there's still a lot to be excited about going forward just i'll leave it at that <laughs> Hello again. And we're back with a show <laughs> podcast. That's a good Adding radio that voice. American flavor. It's Joey Knight. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And you're a host. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> in England, well, we I had. Thought uh, we'd, uh, I was going to say, in Paul. England, we had two very. Uh, we had two spoof. Uh, Radio presenters called Smashy and Nicey. That was very Smashy and Nicey of you there, Joey Knight. Have to- <laughs> it's very American. It's the American way. Hey, everybody. Wow. Every game show. <laughs> well, part two of the show, we thought we'd do something quite a bit different. Um, part one was very much about news and mind-blowing information coming from Chella HQ. Uh, but into more mind-blowing, earth-shattering information in the form of a bit of a Q&A we thought we'd do with Mr. Knight. And some of these questions I'd love to pretend came from listeners, but I didn't give them the opportunity, and I just thought I'd ask, I'd ask them outright, because <laughs> these are the kind of questions that the world wants to know anyway. I'm sure we'll all agree once we get into it. Um, just for transparency, I did ask Joey and Pablo these questions in advance, because I didn't think it'd be very fair to just throw these questions on top of them during a recording. And to be honest with you, how hard they'd have to think to come up with the answers. It probably would have been a lot of dead air. (laughs) (laughs) So we're working them all out. I've had to go and give it some thought. Um, So to start off with, we'll just go through the questions as I asked them. And question number one, Mr. Knight, was, please can you let us know your three favourite animals in the world of wrestling. And when I say animals, I don't mean as in Legion of Doom. I mean as in living, breathing, vertebrates, 
birds of prey, whatever it might be, um, that have existed in the world of wrestling alongside the wrestlers. Can you think back to uh, younger years or even more recent years when you used to watch wrestling animals? <laughs> wrestling animals. When I used to watch the good old wrestling animals, the old animal fights. TV. Big Josh with these two big massive grizzly bears in WCW. <laughs> I've seen that recently. It was a gif on some, like somebody's gif on some web page, and I'm like, oh, that is insane that that happened. <laughs> Crazy, you know, have it? a couple bears walk out inches away from children. <laughs> Why not? It's a great idea. Yeah. Corksing <laughs> them to the ring with like bits of chicken and exactly, yeah. a couple of salmon. The end of the nose or something. What could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> uh, so yeah, your top three. To answer your, your questions, mm. my top three. Well, the first one, I don't know if it's like crossing the line or not, but I put the gobbledygooker because technically he's just a huge turkey. He is a giant dancing turkey. There was no proof that there was ever a man under that suit. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And from what I remember, from what I recollect, it was just a giant turkey dancing with me and Gene Okerlund. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's there's nothing... it's a fair enough, fair enough answer. But I believe yeah. have we we've had there's been a Gooka figure out there, hasn't there? Never has. There's been, been, co- there's been, there's been customs. The a, there's been yeah. the prototype, and um, type bastards won't make it. So um, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. That's Chella, it. That's, Chella. <laughs> Chella, we need a probably Gooker. Make it happen. Mind blowing. Yeah, I, I have I, seen I, a custom. <laughs> I've tried to find it. It was years ago. Um, I've I've naturally seen ones like sort of um, customs where they've used you know clay and things like that to create the character. I've seen some horrific customs where they've just taken some kind of farmyard chicken and tried to turn <laughs> it arrested. It didn't really work. Uh, but the best one I ever saw was somebody used real feathers, um, but they didn't they didn't trim. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 they didn't trim the feathers. I'm not talking about small feathers. I'm talking about giant like pigeon feathers out of the garden. <laughs> A cat had clearly mauled a bird in the garden that day, and somebody gathered the feathers and just glued them all to an existing RA figure. Um, Did you ever see so, my custom of it with the egg? I think I think I oh I remember the egg. Yeah, you've got the egg, and you put it was one of those those toy dinosaur eggs you can get from toy shops. Yeah, where, where you, you pour the you, water in, and the dinosaur grows out of the egg. Um, with, like I managed to you varnish the egg and chip a bit off and stuff. So the gobbledygooker was a cast iron big bird uh, figure, which we kind of painted and changed up and everything. And it looks really good. I'm quite happy with it in lieu I of any other. I want to see this one now. I will show. We'll show you after the pod. Yeah, I'll show you after the pod. Absolutely, we will. So gobbledygook. That's a great, that's a great starting answer. Yep. And then the podcast, the Chella podcast itself, reminded me of this one. Al Snow's dog Pepper. I totally forgot oh. about that dog. Rest in peace. Also eventually yeah. ingested. Correct. It was indeed. Yeah, wasn't it? it turned into burgers. <laughs> no, it was turned into chow. It was turned into pe- chili, pepper steak. I think. But that's what right. Yeah, it was turned into pepper, pepper steak. Steak. Uh, yeah. steak. Yeah. <laughs> I knew there was some something going on because as he was eating it i was like no that's the dog no wow come on catch on <laughs> it was too late Poor already wow. ingested <laughs> so so then, you've gone for yeah i was gonna say so far you've gone for a, a giant man turkey um a dog that was eaten allegedly and, man turkey yeah and, allegedly eaten 
allegedly. <laughs> my my last one is it, it's breaking the rules, but it's uh, the Red Rooster, Terry Taylor. He was the Red Rooster. He was he was promoted as a rooster. So You've, my childlike mind, I thought, this is a, a rooster without its feathers. That's what a rooster looks like on steroids. Yeah. You've gone very <laughs> paltry on his joy. Very, very paltry. Poultry based. Yeah. <laughs> Very high protein based uh, (laughs) diet. Absolutely. Well, no, three perfectly fine, valid answers, I think, there. Pablo, Um, what's your three favorite animals? Well, my three favorite, and, and, you know, uh, honorary shout out to the two bears that came down with Big Josh. Um, (laughs) My first one would be the tiger that came down with Scott Steiner on an episode of of Nitro, which is mental. Rumoured to be uh, Shia Khan. No, it wasn't because that was a lion. <laughs> but still. Um, Got to go with Jake's Cobra for the total badassery of it. And, uh, you know, um, the fact that even Savage wouldn't put over a venomous Cobra, but um, and he will get his rematch uh, at some point, I'm sure. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know the story behind that, that Savage was so paranoid that he made the Cobra bite Jake's leg first. Um, because he's like, I'm not getting beer with no cobra, you know. Um, <laughs> so and and uh, third would be uh, the the Godwin's beagle. Um, oh, yeah, I like oh, the, the one that did the little turd oh, in the, the ring, one that did the shite in the ring, yeah. Um, yes, I remember. So, that, yes. Um, it was a it, it, I, I've spoken to Phineas about it, and he was like, Do you know how old that beagle was? He just, you know, just peeing himself everywhere you know he's the peeingest dog uh ever so yeah there's a there's a tag team match with um cella recipient um leaf cassidy al snow and uh marty Gennetti against the godwins and this is on tv and they don't edit this out and uh the beagle takes a dump in the ring um not a referee co- kicks it out he kicks it referee out that's the kicks thing. it out the ring doesn't he yeah yeah and not all of it either there's just little oh, nuggets uh, left and uh you know not a not a uh, a comment on the match that uh, you know followed it, but uh, yeah, uh, the beagle did have a shite in the ring and um, yeah. made his mark. There needs to be an animal hall of fame, I think, um, and those would be in my free. Um, well, this is this is the whole reason for this is to create our own animal hall of fame. <laughs> um, yeah, I've gone I've gone with uh, three of Jake's snakes. Um, I've gone with yourself, the King Cobra, because it's probably the most over snake in wrestling, <laughs> in wrestling, other than Jake. Um, and and uh, my second option being Damien, mm-hmm. his first snake. I went with Revelations rather than Lucifer, because he, he had Revelations, Lucifer and Damien, but then he had the Cobra. He couldn't even be asked to name the Cobra. Yet <laughs> he, had the most, he had the biggest angle other than Quake Burgers. Uh, with Damien that you've ever seen in wrestling. I mean, that angle with Savage was one of the scariest things I ever saw as a child. I yeah. remember. I'm Terrific. Still yeah, 100%. Yeah. They looked right in on a cobra eating a man's bicep. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm ruined for life. And now I'm scared of snakes forever. Well, I, part of me hopes that the cello figure, when he's in his WCW, Savage has two bite marks still in the arm because that's not... <laughs> That's not going away quickly, you know. That's that's a scar. But um, yeah, I, I missed out on. I, di- I didn't put um, Lucifer down. Lucifer was the giant python, wasn't it? Is that right? Yeah, but what did he ever do? Like exactly, that's what I mean. He was like the sort of weakest link, wasn't he? Uh, Revelations was obviously the yellow. Boy. I like I like a good albino snake. I've got to say. Yeah. 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 During his um, 
uh, testament years. I think that's the best word. <laughs> he's, uh, mm-hmm. he's, uh, John three sixteen years. Um, but yeah, so that, that's my three anyway. So question two, anyway, without further ado, this is probably a bit more of a, um, a thinker. Uh, and this, this was the reason why I thought I'd give you the questions in advance. This was the question that tipped that side of the scale for me was, um, can you name Joey four wrestlers that you would love to see in a new version of version two, whatever, of Legends House? So I'm sure we all remember the infamous Legends House TV program with a lot of legends in there and they got up to all sorts of hijinks and nonsensical uh, joy. Um, what I want to know is four wrestlers that you would choose to be in there because you like to watch them partake and uh, not necessarily in there with you per se, but also what task would you get them to do? Because they all took part in really quite interesting adventures and activities and tasks. What task would you set them to do? What challenge would you set them to do? Which four wrestlers would take part? I was an avid watcher of the legends house. I thought it was pretty entertaining. And so, so good. Thinker, though. Yeah. So good. But this was a thinker, but I came up with the the task, and then that brought all of the the wrestlers into my brain. That would be perfect in the situation. So I have I have Ahmed Johnson, the Iron Sheik, oh. the Undertaker, oh. and Bastion Booger. And oh. the task is speed dating. So you can just imagine <laughs> the speed dating situation. Ahmed Johnson just. <gasps> <laughs> like nobody know what he's talking about you'd have the yeah. iron sheik just being the sheik can't even you know imitate that yeah. all the <laughs> we'll get you'd kicked off yeah you'd have the undertaker <laughs> hello you're looking ravishing today and then you know <laughs> rest with you or something like that then you'd have bastion booger He's showing up. He's eating his food. He's slopping all over. He's got no teeth. He's in those gray spotted underpants doing his uh, his dance. What was that called? The the, the booger boogie. The uh, oh, what was his finisher called now? I can't remember. But he sat on his face. He sat on somebody's face. Yeah. 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 So, so nice guys. His finisher is he sits on your face. <laughs> is that how we end the uh, the dating show as well? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Well, I'm sure he'd be the one that gets the date. I'm sure of it. Yeah. Well, he's the only one who's brought food. <laughs> exactly. To be fair, um, I think that's I think that's fantastic. See, what we're going to do here is we're going to choose your four on that task, and then we'll get Pablo's four, and then we'll get my four, and then we've literally have got the twelve participants for Legends House with the tasks. You see, and then done. we just need to pitch it to the network and uh, we'll get it done. So, Me no, I, I love that, and I think um, you're very true. That could so. I suppose with a participant, with the with the lucky uh, person um, who is, you know, going to go on a date with one of these uh, hunks, um, is it is it a, is it a wrestling personality or is it an outsider? Oh no, it's got to be an absolute stranger to the wrestling oh, world. Yeah. These, these people show up. Yeah, Fantastic. oh yeah, Undertaker that, in his full gear, walking yeah. so slowly. She wouldn't even get to say hi by the time he made it to the table. It'd be over. It'd be next. It's true. It's very true. It would take him half an hour to get to the table with yeah. his entrance, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okie doke. That, that's, that's wonderful. What about yourself, Pablo? What have you well, gone for? Well, I would go with one of the biggest legends of all time, Bruno Sammartino. Um, I would also go with Luna Vachon, um, Zeus, and Classy Freddy Blassie. Those would be my four. <laughs> Naturally. Naturally. <laughs> and um, I would have them record an album together. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Because, I mean, Freddie Blassie has recorded albums before. 
and, yeah. and they're incredible. And uh, Zeus, you know, he's worked in the entertainment industry outside of wrestling. Yes. Um, yes. Luna's obviously got a good singing voice for oh, vocals. Oh, yeah, good yeah. set of lungs on her, good set of lungs. <laughs> and Bruno, he would appeal to the Italian market, you know, he would be <laughs> is, that who, is that our target audience? Is that who you... <laughs> <laughs> this this legend show too is only going to be aired in Italy. Um no, it will be in New York where there's a high Italian population. Fair enough. Fair you know, enough. Okay. Um okay. and he's got that kind yeah. of Dean Martin kind of vibe to him as well. So I think, you know, they could uh Luna would do like a bit of a metal track. Zeus would do some kind of industrial um <laughs> chains clattering. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah. yeah, Bruno would do like a, you know, um like say Dean Martin kind of a swing track and uh Not a rap. For- um, no, no, because it, it's too strong of an accent. And I know that that might be, you know, you, you again, you've got to appeal. You've got to play it with strengths as a singer. Um, true. And I just think that having them, you know, do like, you know, when the moon hits your eye, like big pizza pie, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think you could do all that kind of thing. And uh, Freddie Blassie would be just straight up uh, rock and roll. Drum and um, bass. <laughs> drum, <laughs> drum, drum and bass. <laughs> so uh yeah that's uh, that's um and i'd want to see the whole you know because if i had one criticism I, I love the original legend house but i genuinely thought it was going to be like big brother where they'd be like stuck in a house with no entertainment just booze for like 12 weeks <laughs> just watch there's absolutely <laughs> no way they'd be allowed to air that because we know exactly how it would go down <laughs> but yeah that, those are my that, no, they're great. I'm, I'm loving this stuff. This is great. I, I've I've gone for um, I was really torn. So then I, I sort of started again, and I thought, right, I'm going to go down a, a cello, toys legends, kind of category. I thought that might be an interesting way just to tie to tie it all together. Really, <laughs> um, we went for Al Snow, Gangrel, Adam Bomb, Bull Nakano, and I've gone for those four, and I want them to take part. In a in a revamp of Gladiators, <laughs> as, as the contestants, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think it would be quite cool. And then I thought, actually, no, it might be good to have them as the actual Gladiators, um, oh. be, for natural reasons. You know, Gangrel could be a wolf. You know, <laughs> um, Adam Baum, Bull Nakano, Al Snow. They're all. They're all. It, a size and stature where they're all in, in really good shape still. So I think that would be great. Bring back Gladiators and chuck these for them. Because tie it back, funnily enough, um, British Bulldog was linked to um, Gladiators at one point, wasn't he? Can you remember um, when, when he, in between WWF and WCW, there was there was a there was a rumor, was wasn't there? Offered, well, it was yeah. a, there was a newspaper article about it all. There was actually a, a story in the papers that Bulldog was going to sign for the UK Gladiators. If we know and, one uh, thing, he was about interviewed UK. as well. I was, was interviewed. interviewed I was going to well. say, if yeah, we yeah. One, know one thing about UK press is to not believe anything they say. But if, if he was actually interviewed for it, that's uh, that's really well, there was. There was quotation marks around something he apparently said. It doesn't necessarily mean he did, though, does it? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody close to the source. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, so I think that's great. I think we've got 12 um, really, really cool contestants there with three very interesting challenges. And really very tying, different challenges. I was going to say really well. tying it up as well. Chella did actually make a, a former gladiator, didn't they? All this. Gladi- 
Yeah. Of course. I thought you could do that. How I did I forget that? that? I, I was thinking, hang on a second. I was thinking Big Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Hair stacks. <laughs> Big Daddy on Hang Tough. Just <laughs> <laughs> on the travel air at the end. <laughs> hey, hey. Hey. <laughs> uh, well, should I? Should I run up here? Should I? Good old Big Daddy. Um. <laughs> No, so yeah, of course, all this. Wow. I was holding back because I thought clearly they're going to say all oh, this was a gladiator. He's on the whole gladiator thing, but no, yeah, not all this was a gladiator. I can't remember his name. Maybe it was Wolf. Maybe it was Billy Bean. Was, um, uh, it was it was I don't know sausage. I don't know. I've I've got I've forgotten what his what his uh, what his name was now. But it was like something like it wasn't like Ace or Archer or Trojan. It was that kind of you know like a. Was it Greek god kind of? I'm I'm just talking nonsense now. Potato. I don't know. <laughs> he was he was very good at it. Put it that way. It's... To be no, but by then I think Aldous was in this was in the second lot. He was in the new Gladiators. He was in the sort of later series. And uh, as a kid, I think you know you, you kind of watch it to a certain point. But then I was a bit past the age of caring about watching it. By the point. He was actually taking part in it, but Oblivion. It, it was great though. Oblivion, of course. Oblivion. Which Very was cool. also interestingly, it's also the name of a ride at Alton Towers, isn't it? <laughs> no. Yeah, it is. Oblivion. Yeah. For, name of a roller coaster. So there you go. Much like this podcast. <laughs> bit of a roller coaster. Up and down. Um but so anyway, that's question two. Question three, naturally. Name your three Survivor Series partners in a classic Survivor Series match. Now, I didn't say this at the time, or I can't remember if I did or not, but it can be classic legends from years gone by. It can be people that you know in the wrestling world that you wrestle with today. It can be um, anybody really that you see fit of being a partner in a Survivor Series team. Naturally, you're going to go over. You're going to win. You're going to win. Mm-hmm. Um but you might have thrown someone in there as a sacrificial lamb in your team. I don't know. So, yes, your three partners. Uh, so mine, just because I, I had a connection, I was listening to the podcast. I'm like, wow, you guys talk a lot about somebody that I thought I was the only person that was a big fan of, Leaf Cassidy. Huge fan of Leaf Cassidy. But I heard you guys talk about him on the podcast. I heard your love for Leaf Cassidy. It's like, you know what? He's the ultimate Survivor Series partner for me. He can do some fun comedy spots. He wears similar tights to me. It's going to be great. Uh, The other one, this is a bit of a wild card because every Survivor Series team needs a wild card. So we've got, ladies and gentlemen, superstar celebrity, Mr. T.L. Hopper. Yes, T.L. Hopper. (laughs) Yes. The Survivor Series. And just for the, the sheer appeal for the interview before the match, for the, the entrance into the ring, we're going to have Giant Gonzalez. So just think of that. <laughs> Leaf Cassidy, T.L. Hopper, and Giant Gonzalez. Ladies and gentlemen, I smell I smell money. Mm. <laughs> that is- if only they could, they could make four tag team belts. You know? <laughs> if only. If, if only. only. Just wow. playing that my mind right now five star five star match i'm gonna have to let that one sink in i'm gonna have to soak (laughs) that one up a bit (laughs) i really you know the reality is though with that that is a 1990 kind of four survivor series team isn't it it's not beyond the realms of possibility (laughs) pablo 
the heyday for me. I absolutely love, like when they said wrestling was, you know, in the gutter, that's when I thought it was at its best. I absolutely love that. So in my, <laughs> like the part for me, that is like my, yeah, the, the height of wrestling for me is that T.L. Hopper, Leaf Cassidy. Yep. Yeah, this is 1993 no to the end of 1996 is all I care about. That's it. That's Earth, it. Steve, that's it. That, that I'm on the same page as you. Well, I was going to say, this is an audio podcast, but behind me, you can see a, a, a house show poster from 95. Um, you can see the, the Raw's War video game oh, yeah. poster. And uh, slightly to the to the left is a German tour poster. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm fully with you on that. Uh, I was just with Giant Gonzalez, though, because T.L. Hopper would be handy if Giant Gonzalez has a hotel room and he inevitably clogs oh, up the oh. toilet, you know, because his poos are going to be huge. And also he's going to shed everywhere. In, yes, in, in, in the shower. Yeah. Yeah. We are a team both in and out of the ring. We take care of each other. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I like yeah. the, I like to think that Leaf Cassidy would introduce because Jan Gonzalez he's he's a Yeti man he hasn't heard bands like the Monkeys and the Partridge Family and stuff like that I think uh, uh, Leaf Cassidy would you know refine his tastes a little and just 100%. you know culture him a little I, bit you know I'm yeah. a huge fan of the Monkeys so there you go so there mm-hmm. we go me and Leaf can both tell them tales of the Monkeys and all the concerts we've been to. Al Snow was genuinely just baffled at the amount I wanted to talk to him about Leaf Cassidy. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, I would like to think that it, me and you, me and you, Joey, we will be the new, new rockers. Oh, the new, new rockers. <laughs> yeah, the newest rockers. Yeah, yeah. We'll just carry on that legacy. I'm totally, I'm totally down with that. I'll be the newest, the, the newest and improviest. <laughs> Oh, t- totally into it. So, um, so my free, my free aunt is fun because mine. I was like thinking, right, who are the three hardest lads that I could have on my team? Uh, so there's there's no comedy in this whatsoever. Um, so I went with well, I mean, to keep it in the the, the line of Chella, I went with Andre, obviously, because yeah. Andre never loses. Um, I went with Randy Savage, uh, but naturally, um, I would want it to be specifically Macho King because I always loved his crown. Uh, so I would probably ask if I could like maybe wear it, and and also I'd get a chance to meet Cherry as well, which would be great. Um, and I'd get to I would be I don't mind being one of the people carrying the throne to the ring mm-hmm. as well. <laughs> then you just get in the ring, you carry a man, and then you just join him in the and ring, then join him. Yeah. Like you know, but I'm a benevolent team captain. You know what I mean? I, like I I don't rule with an iron fist. Uh, I mean, even though there's a king on my team, like I am a giant. The, who's above king in like ranks? God. I'm the god of the team. Um, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> he's like the king. Andre is the eighth wonder of the world of the team. Uh, and then, obviously, you've got to have a court jester. So, Matt Bourne, Doink the Clown, my favourite gimmick of all time. Oh. And he would be he would be number four. But there would be no, you know, chicanery. There would be no other Doinks. There would be no Steve Kern or anything like that. It would be pure, pure Bourne, pure 100% Bourne. Um <laughs> <laughs> and he would be playing tricks. You know, the thing is, though, if he's against your team, like of, of especially Jan Gonzalez, Matt Bourne, he would have like a water gun. He would he would wet his fur and he would make him he- really heavy to like sort of walk around. I think it would just it, it, like a dog, like in who jumps in the pool. You know what I mean? Like he would be like that. And he would, you know, he would just um, be stoked. 
And he was smell you've as also well. Got, as I thought you've all you but you've also got giant Andre the Giant and Giant Gonzalez facing off. There's your, now, there's hey, your face hey, off. Hey. Uh, Look at that. We got uh Macho King with the scepter and TL Hopper with the plunger. Ooh. Yo. Like a Highlander sword fight. <laughs> 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 Like I'm the only one, you know. <laughs> Brilliant. So yeah, those are my, um, wow. my free. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Here's a one. What would yeah. the team names be? Maybe I've just it. yeah. Killing me. I couldn't think of the perfect name for yeah. Uh, giant. The hairy mm. plungers. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Blockage. <laughs> Post blockage. Who knows? That's that's the that's the uh, that's Survivor Series sorted there, guys. I think we're um I think that's a, a five star show. Um we uh, not book these things. How are we not booking wrestling right now with these minds? We're we're amazing. We're doing awesome. We should be booking TV shows. We we're in the wrong profession, guys. We need to make some money booking wrestling shows. Mm-hmm. We really do, and the reality is, the best part of this is that we have got several more questions that we are penciling in for um, an upcoming part two that we'll do in the future with Mister Joy Knight, because oh. we don't want to we don't want to ruin all the fun in one in one night. We don't want to ruin everybody's night <laughs> in one episode. We'll spread it over two. No, what yeah. we'll do is we've got plenty more of these kind of questions and more. So I thought what we do is we'll just keep creating these questions as time goes on and interlink them with lots of fabulous cello toys news. Um, but without further ado, I'm going to pass over back to Pablo at this moment in time, just to say the pleasantries, see us out for the night. Ugh, um, it's all I'm finish for, on, a, yeah. on a final word. Yeah. What's your final thought? Jerry Springer style. <laughs> Pablo's final thought. Well, um, and it'd be good to each other. Yeah, be good to each other. Uh, eat your vegetables and um, drink your milk. Yeah, drink your milk. And and as as we mentioned, huge news in the world of cello. Randy Savage in the Bone Crushing Wrestlers line. Andre the Giant and British Bulldog in the Wrestling Megastars line. Does it get any bigger than that? I mean, it's it's insane. Um, and these are attires that have been long since wanted. Um, you know, some never been made before as well in cello are all about you know firsts and listening to the fans and uh doing some mind-blowing stuff so uh before we go uh joey where can uh people find you what are your uh measurements uh what's your phone number where can you know <laughs> all that information. have you got any figures left joey i thought we'd i, I thought is there any, is there, can people actually order any figures no, I am actually sold out of my figure. So I am currently planning the next move with Chella Toys and the All Nighters lineup of figures. So pay attention to All Nighters on Instagram, All Nighters on Facebook, uh, All Nighters on Twitter. Just look up All Nighters and you'll find me and I will be posting glorious details about my life and my everyday goings ons. And then the next big Joey announcement in the future will be coming your way on all those platforms. Look out but for until, the double pack of the, uh, the the newest rockers. Uh, that's coming as well. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. The newest and improved rockers. Yeah. Papa newest, Helens and Joy yeah. Knight. Rockers. Uh, all my toys are sold out, and I wish I had a few more because they're selling for crazy money on eBay. And I need <laughs> yeah. to crunch the numbers and see how many 
Joey's I would have needed to sell in order to buy all these cool Macho Man figures and Andre the Giants and British Bulldogs coming out. So yeah, you can find me on, just search All Nighters and you'll see my glorious face. Wonderful. That's wonderful. How about you, Foxy? Where can people find you? Um, well, Grapple Arcade is where I tend to hang out on Twitter. So at Grapple Arcade, um, we've got a few events coming up quite soon, including the WrestleMania pay-per-view party, which I think we've got 24 venues across the UK at the moment that we're going to be uh, showing the live stream from. In conjunction with WWE, um, we will be... I will be hosting the Newcastle um, branch of that. And there are many more around the country. So if you head over to uh, Hooked On Events, Hooked On Wrestling, you will be able to find out more details about that. We've got a few gaming events coming up soon in the near future. A few that I can't go into details with just yet, but it's to do with wrestling and it might be in September and it could be really, really fun. But there's also naturally Nerg and a few more of the big gaming events as well. Uh, throughout the summer, which I'll drop more information of as we start establishing tickets for sale, etc., etc. But in the meantime, at Grapple Arcade. And as for me, you can find me largely on Instagram under Turntruckle, where I show off random pictures of uh, my collection with huge amounts of text that no one reads on Instagram underneath it because it's all about pictures. Uh, but you will also find announcements of like future interviews and stuff like that. Do check out bbgwrestling.com and all corresponding social media pages for various interviews that both me and Foxy have conducted with everyone from Ahmed Johnson to Todd Pettengill to Psycho Sid to Brian Pillman Jr. Uh, just tons of different names and uh, some big interviews coming with Chella soon. Uh, one of them I'm in the middle of kind of negotiating, which uh, Mark does know about. Um, and I'll tell mm-hmm. I'll tell Joey off air, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> this is a big one. I feel like I can retire after this one. This is uh, yeah, this is mind blowing for me. Um, and uh, yeah, and again, you can find pictures of my cats and all that kind of stuff on uh, on Instagram and <laughs> uh, bother me with uh, spam and any questions that you have with regards to Chella that we can answer. Uh, because mm-hmm. you know we can't answer everything but uh, anything that we can answer we will answer and uh, we're looking forward to getting joey back on again as well as many other members of the cello team um and yeah good stuff very very sure. exciting bright future for cello and honored to be a part of the team with the cello toys podcast cellotoys.net at cello toys so yes we will see you all next week goodbye see ya